diddly diddly do. Hey everyone, welcome back. Season two of We Like You First. Season two, baby, we are back. The podcast where we put the spotlight on emerging talented writers and actors. And this week is our season two premiere. For our premiere, we are reading Our Pets in Hell by main cast member Kendra Green. The cast includes McKenna Steele as Jocelyn, Austin Jordan as Tom, Kendra Green as Louise, yours truly as the narrator, and guest stars Jamie Gilbert as Rose, and Robert Seeley as Stephen. Now, Jamie is the creator of her own improvisational comedy podcast called A Bit of Funny. So go and check it out wherever you listen to your podcast. Please enjoy the performance. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Our Pets in Hell. Lights up. There are ten chairs in a semicircle facing the audience. There is a poster on an easel that says, Our Pets in Heaven Grief Support Group. Everyone has coffee cups and cookies. In the middle is Rose, who is the facilitator. Surrounding her are members of the group. The scene starts with Rochelle, who is crying very dramatically. Everyone is listening attentively to Rochelle, except one girl at the end. This is Jocelyn. She looks very uncomfortable. She is shifting in her chair, looking at her empty cup, crumbling up her napkin, and playing with it. And I know that it was coming. He was limping and he could barely see, but I just wanted him to be with me forever. I've had him since I was ten. <laughs> That's all I can talk about for now. Thank you, Rochelle, for sharing about Jellybean. I know the anniversary of a lost one is hard for anyone. Remember, Rochelle, we are all here for you. Also, we have a new member this week. Would you like to tell us about yourself? Oh, yeah, uh, hi. I am um, Jocelyn, and well, I wasn't really expecting expecting uh, to be sharing today. It's, it's kind of a weird story. I mean, it, it is nothing compared to Rochelle. I'm really sorry about Jelly Bear. Bean! Jelly Bean! You know, my mom told me about this group and thought it would help, but I honestly feel bad about being here. I just I don't think I meet the requirements of this group. Oh, then uh, why do you think your mom suggested you come here? Well, because my mom loves to meddle in my life and thinks that I have suffered major trauma and need help, but won't accept help. Look, it's it's just hard to explain, and it's it's really not that big of a deal. Well, this is a place of acceptance, love, and loss. We, we miss, miss our, our, our furry pets, and our life will not be the same, same without them. We will heal but together, we will heal and continue to love our pets in heaven. heaven. Jocelyn sits there, uncomfortable and weirded out. We don't want to force you to say anything you don't want to, but no, we are here, here to, to listen. Okay, I will tell you guys if you stop with a synchronized ruhaha. For years, I had been going to this coffee shop with my friends, and there was a stray cat, the coffee shop's cat, really. Ew! 
No! How many times do I have to tell you to leave me alone, Cracky? That cat loves you, and it doesn't help that you gave him a name. It is not a name. Just telling him he looks like a recreational drug. I know, it just wants attention. It's an alley cat. It's always here to mooch off of others. You better be careful. It has that look in its eye. The look of a crack cocaine addict? <laughs> Not all cats are crack cocaine addicts. Some are lovable. In the very midst. <laughs> cats just want to be loved, and they want a home, just like anyone else. Thank you, Steven. Remember, this is Jocelyn's first time. Let's have open minds and let her tell her story. Three years ago, Louise lost her orange tabby cat, Creamsicle, and it's still really fresh for her, so please be careful with how you word things here. Uh, I'm sorry, Louise. I am more of a dog person. Not Nothing against Creamsicle. I, I, I bet he was an amazing cat. He was. <laughs> sorry for your loss. <laughs> I have to go. I'll see you later. Me too. I'll see you tomorrow. Jocelyn gets up and packs her bag. Her friend leaves the other direction and Jocelyn starts to head back to her apartment. The orange tabby cat follows her. Jocelyn makes it all the way to her apartment. She enters her apartment. She puts her stuff away when she turns and sees the orange cat from the coffee shop on her couch. What are you doing here? No, get off my couch! This is not your place! Cats always choose their owners. That's exactly what happened! I didn't know that was a thing! I felt bad. I knew he needed a home. But I hate cats. They are gross. And they- Uh-uh-uh! I, I just didn't really have the time to be taking care of a cat. So, I brought him back to the coffee shop and that little bugger had the audacity to follow me back home. Cats always choose their owners. Yeah, I learned that the hard way because I brought him home for a night and it was the worst night of my life. Back to the flashback. Montage of Cracky bugging Jocelyn all night. He unrolls a whole new roll of toilet paper throughout her apartment. He scratches her eye to wake her up to feed him. He scratches the doors. He gets up on the counters and knocks over bowls and glasses. He falls asleep on her chest, wagging his dirty tail in her face, again waking her up. He causes menace all in a span of a few hours. Jocelyn is done, and she has a black, swollen eye. The next morning, Jocelyn wakes up to only a few hours of sleep, but sees her house in dismay. She looks at Cracky. Oh, that's it! Cracky, I am taking you to the animal shelter! Mistake. You should never hiss at a cat. Uh, you think you're just hissing at him, but you're really calling him a, a rotten son of a bitch. I learned that the hard way. Back to the flashback, Cracky looks Jocelyn straight in the eye and pisses on her carpet. You were lucky. I was going to take you to one of those fancy animal shelters, but now I'm taking you straight to the pound. No! no you, you, can't you can't do that! Oh, no, don't worry. I didn't. I totally caved on the way. I saw a pet store, and I bought a litter box and got that 
nasty cat food. And for six months, we lived in hell. Or I lived in hell. Cracky was living in cat heaven, making me miserable. And you know what? You know what got to me whenever anyone else was over? He was all cute and cuddly, and everyone thought he was an angel. But that son of a bitch. I am really sorry to interrupt you, Jocelyn, but we ended five minutes ago. Would you be willing to finish next week? Oh, I'm so sorry for taking so long. Yes, I, I can finish next week. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm so sorry, uh, All right, everyone. Let's finish and, out the week. And Steven. Everyone joins hands and starts to recite the motto. Jocelyn is again uncomfortable and doesn't know what to say. We miss, we our, miss our free pets, and our life, and life will not, not be the same without them. Together, but together, together we will heal and continue to love our pets, pets in heaven. heaven. Everyone gets up, and there is chattering. Rochelle walks over to Jocelyn and gives her a big hug. Jocelyn is stiff and doesn't know what to do. Oh, okay. Oh, we're doing this. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Rochelle. We are so happy to have you today. We are here for you in your loss of your cat. This was a big mistake. Lights out. Lights up. A week has passed. Everyone is sitting where they were in the middle. Everyone's attention is on Tom, a calm 45-year-old man who is just finishing talking. I still miss him every day, but I think I finally decided to get a new puppy. Not to replace Dodger, but to give me that companionship and friendship I'm missing. And we are so proud of you. Dodger would not want you to be unhappy, and it's okay to want friendship. Okay, Jocelyn, we're glad to have you back. Uh, would you like to continue with your story? You know, the more I come here, the more it feels like a mistake. I mean, Tom, what happened to your dog was awful. I mean, you were not expecting for him to have the problems that he did and him just to die randomly. And he was your best friend. He got you through your divorce. And here, here I am telling you all the story about a cat who I hate. I just, I just feel that this isn't right for me. This is a place of healing not a place of comparison. How about you finish your story? We would all like to hear what you have to say. Okay, if you insist. I just hope I don't offend anyone because this is where it gets messed up. So, after about six months of trying to get rid of this cat, I finally came to the conclusion Cracky wasn't going anywhere, so I lived with the menace. Flashback. Another montage of Jocelyn living with Cracky. He hisses at her. She hisses back at him. He follows her everywhere in the apartment, follows her into the bathroom, in the kitchen, and even follows her when she leaves the apartment. This has become their routine and they are used to it. Fast forward. Jocelyn leaves her apartment and Cracky follows her as she goes to the coffee shop with her friends. She is sitting there with her friends and Cracky wanders off. There is noise in the street and a loud squeal. Jocelyn looks over and sees an orange mangled mess in the street. That is horrible. What? Is that when you finally decided that you loved him? That's where it gets messed up. I didn't. I was... I was relieved. My life was back to normal. My house didn't smell. He wouldn't scratch my eye anymore. And I am cat free. I, I was sad. He got run over. It was terrible. But I was free. If you don't mind me asking, if you feel relief, why are you at a grief group? It's been six months since Cracky got run over. 
And while it's been a relief, I I don't feel the same anymore. I mean, I'm different, and I don't know why. It seems like Cracky left a big impact on your life. Maybe you just miss him. No, I don't. This cat was a spawn of Satan. Sorry, Stephen and Louise. He was hell to live with. I was happy to see him go. But now every time I see a cat, I get a literal headache. I can't sleep now. All I dream about is cats. It's like Cracky is tormenting me from hell. And I know this is a Pets in Heaven grief group, but I know for a fact that cat is ruling cat hell. And you act like you are accepting, but you have done nothing but question me. And you are like everyone else just laughing at me and thinking I'm crazy. This was a big mistake to come. Jocelyn storms out before anyone can say anything. Lights out. Time has passed, and now the scene is the coffee shop. This is the one that Jocelyn talked about, and she is sitting outside on her phone eating a pastry. Tom walks by and notices Jocelyn. Jocelyn? Oh, hey, Tom, how are you? Good. We've missed having you the past few weeks at group. Is it okay if I sit? Seems to be kind of busy and hard to find a spot. That's, that's fine. Feel free to join me. Have you come here before? No, I just lived down the street, and you talking about the coffee shop made me think, I should try that out. I didn't think I would go to the same one as you. What a small world. <laughs> hey, I found a new puppy. It's a little black lab. I get him in two weeks. Good. That is so exciting! I'm so happy for you! Thanks. Do you think you'll come back this week to group? Ooh, uh, I don't think so. It just doesn't feel like a good fit. After saying that there is a cat hell, I'm pretty sure I've been blacklisted by Louise and Steven. They are a bunch of cat-loving weirdos. I wouldn't take them too seriously. My first time I stormed out too. I got pissed off at Rose for saying, This is a place of acceptance! I know you're trying to reason with me to come back by getting on my level, but you don't understand. No one understands, and that is what I have accepted. What do we not understand? If you hated the cat so much, why did you come? If you hated the cat so much, why are you letting it affect you? What you don't understand is that even though I hated that cat, for six months I actually had someone to go home to. Yes, I have friends, and we do things together. But I have been living in the city, away from my family for two years, and I, I am lonely. I have lived on my own, and I come home every day from a stressful job in a city that I hate, with friends who are just surface level. And this dumb alley cat was something nice to come home to. Even if he destroyed everything, I wasn't alone. And, and don't sit there smirking at me thinking you have cracked me and gotten to my deep-rooted issue. What is going on in my life sucks. Nothing is going the way I planned. And I know that there are people out there who have tumors in their head. But I can be upset too. If only Louise and Steven were here to see that you really did love Cracky. 
Ugh, they can never know. Don't worry. I won't tell them that you're a secret cat lover. <laughs> but I have to go. It was nice talking to you. Oh, and thank you for listening. And thank you for letting me open up. Rose should watch out. You really could give her a run for her money. <laughs> so I'll see you later at group? Uh, I think I'm good. Really, I think all my problems are solved. Hey, it wouldn't hurt. Don't worry. I'll save you a seat next to me so you don't have to sit next to Louise and Steven again. I swear, the more I look at them, the more they look like cats. And not the cute kind. One week later, back at the therapy group. Creamsicle has been gone three years now, and it still feels like yesterday. Ooh, I'm really sorry for being late. I was stuck in traffic. Oh, no problem. We're so happy to have you back. Psst. What did I miss? Louise is talking about Orange Cycle? It's... it's Creamsicle. Right. Anyways, she's talking about wanting to adopt a new cat. And Steven have grown closer during our three years in this group. And we've decided to adopt a cat together! In all my years of being here, I have never seen two people get together. Congratulations! Oh, uh, no, 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 no. We're not romantically together. We've decided to consciously co-parent a cat together. Because every cat deserves two loving parents. Just when I thought they were starting to get normal. They do something like that. It kind of pisses me. Um, uh, anything you want to share with the group, Tom? Oh no, he was just asking how I was doing. You know, it is Tom who convinced me to come back. Well, we are glad to have you back. And next week we would like to hear more from you, but we're out of time. This, this is, is a place, place of acceptance, acceptance love, and love, and love, and loss. We miss our furry pets, and our life will not be the same without them. them. But together, but together, we will heal and continue to love our pets in heaven. so much for listening to our pets in hell i'm kendra green the writer this is actually my first script i've really ever written so to be featured here on we liked you first is a huge honor i came up with this idea of this girl who lost this cat that she hated and didn't know how she felt about it and went to the support group with all these crazy cat loving weirdos from my own personal experience in my own life. No, I didn't lose a cat that I hated, but I've experienced some trials that have helped me um, learn a lot about who I am as a person and about life in general. And something I've noticed is that many times when we're in trials, all we want is for everything to go back to normal, for things to end. And so once it finally settled down, we realize wait, this isn't normal. Because everything's changed. We've changed. Everything's different. Those trials in our life help us to grow and 
and be better people. And But that can be a hard thing to cope with. All these new changes and differences in our life. And that's what Our Pets in Hell is all about. It's about finding that support and understanding those emotions in our lives that we've probably never experienced before. If you want to hear more about my experience riding Our Pets in Hell, tune in tomorrow with an interview with Patrick and Emma, the host, and I'll talk more about my experience with riding Our Pets in Hell. Thank you so much for listening.